So I went to go see uh, Dr. Jane Goodall the other day at the Tampa Theater. You know, you mentioned that. I was like, she's alive? She actually celebrated her 89th birthday with us. She That was her birthday? April 3rd is. Wow. So uh, it was really cool. So it ended up being... So I got the tickets really last minute. I was just perusing the Tampa Theater website and like happened to see Jane Goodall was coming. And I was like, she's alive. Like, that's super yeah. cool. She's like aligned with our work. Let me see if I can get tickets. Called them. They had just done a walkthrough of the theater and like identified two more seats. And so they sold them to me over the phone. Oh, really? You got like the last seats? Oh, it was sold out 48 minutes after it went for sale like Whoa. months ago. Yeah. So it was more of like a... But so anyways, I really had no idea what I was walking to. It was more of a launch. So they're launching one of three Roots for Shoots uh, chapters in the Tampa Bay area. And um, it's like her like social good... Uh, enter like um nonprofit, i guess is the best way to say it um so really cool stuff ut is gonna have the chapter um but it's gonna be like more expansive than just in ut and yeah they're doing a lot of cool work they're very interdisciplinary basically it was developed of the idea like if i want to save the chimps i need to like do more than just save the chimps and so it's like education and planet and animals and people wow, that's and awesome it was, it was a really cool event and just to see like an icon and yeah you know on stage and she actually said this one piece and i will share it and then we can get started here um but there's two jane goodalls there's the person and she's like that's who i am standing in front of you talking and then there's the icon right like and she goes and she didn't say it in a braggadocious way like i am an icon she said it like that icon is like who i live up to right and so as a celebrity i thought that was interesting like that's actually right and sober it's like uh mm -hmm. your your brand or your reputation mm -hmm. uh transcends a little bit and right is more than human and yeah. then and then she's like but i'm like this old lady yeah who like just wanted to play with animals you know well for those of you joining us welcome to tampa talk it's friday march 31st i'm john and i'm dahlia thanks for joining us all right so what are we talking about so the big stuff in the news is just celebrating some different Tampa kind of um, treasures this week. And so Virgin Airlines, who recently launched their Virgin um, route from Tampa to London, put in an article about seven sunny reasons to visit Tampa, Florida. And so they put us up there with the biggest Florida destinations of Miami and Orlando. And we're saying, hey, maybe you should check out Tampa. And specifically, they have this really cool place called Ebor, and they have the Riverwalk. And yeah. We got some beaches too, not too far away. And so it was just cool to see like someone like Virgin Atlantic really promoting, you know, Tampa. Uh, there was also uh, the restaurants best in Florida chosen by Yelp and six Tampa restaurants made the list. Um, it's always interesting to me to see what restaurants make these. Yeah. They listed out some good ones. I've, I've been to Olivia. It's pretty good. And I've heard amazing things about Izakaya Tori, which is this Japanese place, I think over in Carrollwood. Yeah, I need to go there. So the other ones that made the list were Oxford Exchange, Rice and Spice, Daily Eats, and then Wright's Gourmet House. And so <laughs> got some new restaurants to check out if you haven't been to some of them. Interest they are interesting who makes the list, isn't it? Yeah. Compared to like, you know, if you ask Tampa locals, yeah, like you're gonna yeah, hear the yeah. same. I'm like, like not sure, like, oh yeah, Wright's Gourmet is the top of my list. And Wright's is awesome, nothing against that. It's <laughs> actually everywhere that I go that gets catered food, oh you got rights. It's like yeah. uh yeah, it is popular. So some other celebratory things, the Tampa police honored female officers for their 50 years of service. And so the first female officer began patrolling the streets in Tampa in 1973, 50 mm. years later during women's history month uh, or towards the end of it here now, or the end of it here. Now the department said it is honoring these trailblazing women who overcame barriers in the pursuit of the law enforcement profession. 
So yeah, 50 years of women being a part of the Tampa Police Department. And then another celebratory kind of uh, news article was about the new Ybor City mural that commemorates the Women's March. And so this mural is on the western wall of the Ybor City um, CDC and on the corner of 7th and 20th there. And it features three women who, uh, hopefully I can do an okay job of pronouncing their names, but Dolores Ibarui um, and... Luisa Moreno and Margot Falcon Blanco, who were all born in Ybor City, or sorry, Margot was born in Ybor City. And these women marched alongside five other 5,000 other women from 7th Avenue to Tampa City Hall, where they read a letter of protest to the mayors. And um, yeah, it was really just like a, a historic moment of Latina women um, like protesting on behalf of pre-revolutionary Cuba. Mm. Yes. So it's a beautiful mural. The article shares a photo with it, and then you can go check it out for yourself in Ebor. And then two not so celebratory. Yeah, what happened to this dude at the Italian club? What, what's, tell me the story. Yeah. So this is interesting. So John Robert Ring, who is actually a, known by a different name. So he goes by Giovanni or Gio Fucarino. Doubt he says it like That's that. That's very Fuc- different. <laughs> it's very different than and, John Ring. Yeah. And he got arrested. Uh, a couple of days, like about a week ago for failing to register as, um, his address with a, as like a sex offender. And that's because he was later released on a $5,000 bond. Um, but in 2010, he was convicted of unlawful sexual activity with certain minors, 16 to 17 years old. And then again, in 2018, he was arrested from, um, contacting a 17 year old girl via text message and asking for pornographic images. So he was a teacher's assistant at a middle school. Correct. As a sex offender. Well, he changed his name. So I don't know if they knew he was a sex offender. I think and that's then his arrest was for failing to register. So he's been, Correct. Oh yeah, that's not good. Yeah. So I think that that was, um, part of the issue. And this is the board chair from the Italian club. I doubt anymore, but he was, like I said, really engaged in, in, in local politics. Like he is known to, you know, post photos with the mayor and like he supported Lynn Hurtak's campaign. And, uh, he's been very, very much engaged in local politics as Gio Fucarino. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Something to keep an eyes on. He got released wow. on a $5,000 bond, which is probably pretty standard for sex offenders who don't register, but, uh, I'm interested mm. to see how the story develops. Um, and then in other news, the Hillsborough school board has voted to ban this book is gay. And so this comes alongside the recent, um, law or rule put into place to allow for books or for certain materials to not be allowed into Hillsborough County school systems if the case is brought up by a parent. And so in this case, um, a parent at Pierce middle school um, brought the fact that this book is gay was available to the middle school students. And um, therefore after it was brought up to this dispute process, two earlier committees decided that it could stay on the shelves and that the two parents who brought forward um, didn't even have children attending Pierce elementary or sorry, middle school. So they were like, yeah, your kids don't even go here. Um, There's only one copy available. No one's ever checked it out. So it's not a big issue. We're just going to leave the book on the shelves. And then if it was brought to Hillsborough County, 
bored and they decided that it should be banned in schools. Um, so it's just an interesting development of this rule that was put into place and criticisms were made in the article about, you know, if we're ready, are we getting into the business of banning books? And, um, people responded with, no, it is not a book ban, but this book is gay. It's one that is not allowed. Mm. And the article also cited some other reactions to this rule and kind of, um, state level kind of influence on, books that are allowed and not allowed and things like that. And so recently North Shore elementary in Pinellas County decided to no longer show the Disney movie Ruby bridges after one parent said the film about a six year old girl who integrated New Orleans schools in 1960 was inappropriate for second graders as it might make students learn about racial hatred. Oh, wow. And in addition, Pinellas students were among those who spoke up in March when Toni Morrison's 1970 novel, The Bluest Eye, was removed from high schools following a parent's complaint. And so there was a, they cited a, a ton more examples of schools, boards all around Florida taking these actions to remove movies, books, and other kind of media. Have you seen from the, the photos system? of just like, and I don't know if this is like hype or whatever, but I don't think it is. Like there's like all these like uh, images of empty bookshelves where they're, because I guess like some of these places are going, we're going to remove all of these books and then review and put them back. Basically mm-hmm. like they're all being filtered through for certain like content or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is insane. Yeah. I mean, I think you earlier, we were talking about this and you brought up the good point of like, this book is gay is very graphic, right? Like, like uh, it, it, even the author, I watched a video with the author is like, it's for high school students. So like at a middle school, it's a little, uh, it's a little much, Right. Like, like it is intended for like healthy sexual activity for like high school students with adult relationships. So like it's all in there um, from abstinence to sex to whatever it talks about all of it. And so like arguably, you know, it's like, oh, it's not intended for younger kids. Uh, so sure, there's that. Right. And I wanted to bring that up just because like to emphasize that, you know, you could really have a sober view of what we're talking about, but still appreciate the freedom of speech and the availability of different knowledge and, you know, really allowing these young adults that are going to grow up to be active members of our society to have all the kind of information that they need to make decisions and be a part of the big wide world. Right. So when you start banning things like books and movies, you know, it's a slippery slope to, I'm just going to say, if you haven't read it, Fahrenheit 451 is a great book. It was also banned and it talks about, uh, Similar kind of system. Policing and yeah. yeah. So I just recommend people read that book. I think if you read that book, you might see why this could be a slippery slope. So there's some cool stuff to do coming up, isn't there? Yes. So outside of our big event, which I'll let you plug a little bit. The one that happened last night? <laughs> oh, yeah. It Sorry. was awesome. <laughs> we record the day ahead of time. It's happening tonight, actually. So um, but but When the Righteous Triumph is an amazing play. You missed seeing it with us at our private showing, but it is playing for the rest of the month at Stageworks, and all of you should go see it. There we go. So there's still time to see it. <laughs> Otherwise, the Red Bull Dance Your Style uh, event is coming to Tampa on Saturday, April 8th. So next Saturday. And it is a dance competition where the winner in Tampa will compete in the national finals in Chicago. So you can go watch it. It's happening at Sparkman Wharf where you can participate in it. Red Bull uh, events, by the way, I've had my fair share of participation in them. They do good events. Right. Yeah. 
I can see that. That'll be fun. I mean, yeah. jacked up on Red Bull, right? Yeah. <laughs> All jacked up on. Yeah. Also, the city of Tampa announced Riverfest uh, will occur again on Friday, May 5th to Saturday, May 6th at Waterworks Park, Tampa. It's a free event that includes the River Fiesta, um, just tons of art and food and music. I actually went to it last year. It's kind of fun. It's totally free. Why not check it out? And the you can learn more about it at thecityoftampa.gov. Otherwise, you can join us on Discord. You can comment, rate, and share Tamp Talk and Word on the Streets. We'll be out at Harvest Hope this morning from 1030 to 12 and at the Ebor Garden from 10 to 12. Man, that's it. All right. That's what we're talking about, everyone. And thank you for joining us. Until next time. Y'all be good.